there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v Welcome in. We're live in downtown Las Vegas, Circa Resort and Casino. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard. A week ago today, our next guest joined us in studio. Nigel Seeley was in Las Vegas uh, to take in this city for a couple of days. Uh, good morning, mate. Thanks for the time as always. How did your trip go last week? How was you two at the Sphere? Uh, good morning, guys. Yeah, it was good. I had a good time. Not a crazy one. Very, very low key. Uh, went down with a bit of bug on the first couple of days, and my missus had a bug as well. So uh, we were both laid up. For six days we were there, but one of us had a bit of the lurgy at, some, at one stage. Yeah, it was good to see you turning up, Mitch, for to meet your friend who travels 6,000 miles. You know, you spent the afternoon, a couple of beers. Nice to see you. Shame I can't say the same about your colleague sitting next to you. But uh, anyway, other than that, no, it was good. Uh, you two were fantastic. If you get an opportunity to go there, they were great. I mean, I thought that Bono may not be at his best, but the U2 were brilliant and the arena was just unbelievable. But yeah, no, no uh, amazing. Pa- Paulie was no, minus no surprise, no show no Howard. Show. No surprise, no show Howard. That's what I that's No show Howard. Why, why wouldn't you DM me, hey, let's have a Stella? I'm at the pool. Why wouldn't you do <laughs> that? Right. I will go through about fifty of my DMs right there, Nigel, we, we told him we told him eleven times on Thursday where we were going to be and what time. I never Absolutely. got the time. I don't know. It, it, it never got the time. Right. Anyway, okay. that's. I just one. can't wait for you to travel six thousand miles and I just leave you hanging in London one day. <laughs> so let's begin this week in the prim. I always love your breakdowns when you think there might be a good sure. bet to to make when a team should win to nil, and that's exactly what you like this week with uh, Arsenal, yeah. Yeah, I do. I mean, Arsenal, obviously, uh, they've won three of their last four matches to nil. Defensively, they're very, very strong. They changed their goalkeeper. Uh, Reyes in goal now instead of uh, Ramsdale, which was a big decision by Arsenal, Mikel Arteta. Uh, it seems to be paying dividends. They won 2 nil in midweek uh, last night in the Champions League against Sevilla. Uh, they won 5 nil against Sheffield United. Never looked like conceding. At home, the Emirates is a very, very tough place to go. And they play a Burnley side who, are, um, who aren't play- playing at all well and not creating any chance whatsoever. Uh, Burnley, in their last four losses, three of their losses have lost to Lille in their last four matches. So there is some uh, there is some doubt to me. There is some kind of um, suggestion here that I think that uh, there's goals in it. The, the, the Burnley will come here and not score. Uh, Arsenal against Sheffield United they left it really quite late to score about 30 minutes or so but once they did they went on the roll and scored two, three, four, maybe even 5 and I think that's what we're going to suggest here against Burnley I expect Burnley to to come here put 10 men behind the ball try to frustrate Arsenal not be good enough 
and Arsenal to eventually break them down. So I'm going to go for uh, Arsenal to win to nil. We're Arsenal on the money line are minus $5. Arsenal to win to nil is minus 120. So I would definitely be betting uh, Arsenal minus uh, 120 on the win to nil market rather than Arsenal on the money line at minus $5. That's at 10 a.m. Eastern. Also, Crystal Palace and Everton. You can go under two and a half minus 150, but you don't want that juice. You want under two. Tell us why Palace Everton under. Yeah, I mean, as you know, my brother is a season ticket holder at uh, Crystal Palace. He goes for every single match. And uh, Crystal Palace this season, what he's watching at the moment, he says is absolutely terrible. They're they're very, very disappointing to watch. Their matches have only produced nine goals at home this season, which is one of the lowest in the Premier League. Uh, In their two home matches against teams very similar in ability to Everton, uh, both of them have been nil-nil draws. Fulham was a nil-nil draw, and I can't remember the other team they played, but it was a nil-nil draw. Teams in or around where um, where Everton, I think it was not in the Forest, I think, but the teams in or around where Everton are in the Premier League table, both matches ended in a nil-nil. This fixture last season was also a nil-nil draw. So Palace v Everton last season was a nil-nil draw. Um, if you look at Palace's matches this season at home in the Premier League, this is an interesting stat for you. They played five matches at home in the Premier League. In all five of them, every match at halftime has been nil-nil. There hasn't been a goal in the first half uh, in a Crystal Palace match this season. So you would think that this is going to be tight. If you look at the two sides, Crystal Palace, very, very bad tactically. Um, they've lost their main goal-scoring threat, Luis Sahar, sorry, Wilfred Sahar, who's gone to play in Galatasaray. Um, they have Eze, another goal scorer, back from injury, but doesn't look fit yet. And Everton slowly, slowly making a, a little bit of improvements from what they did at the start of the season. But I think both managers are very, very hard to, teams to break down. They set the sides up to, to go and be really hard to break down rather than play sort of attractive football. They like to, to sit back and try to say, OK, you try to break us down. I think they'll cancel each other out here. And I think under two goals is probably the better bet because it's plus 125. And if it is two goals, it's a push. I can't see if this is going to go under. I think it's going to go under just the one, or maybe even the nil-nil again. I think I think no goal scorer or nil-nil may be worth a very small bit of pizza money. Like I say, two matches already this season at home for Crystal Palace against teams in or around wherever today on the table. Both have ended nil-nil, and this fixture last season also ended nil-nil. Okay, we well see some comfortable wins here. Hopefully, blowouts. You want to lay it with Newcastle and Aston Villa with the same bet? Tell us why. Yeah, the Newcastle one's a little bit more risky than the Aston Villa one. I'm very confident on the Aston Villa one, but we'll do Newcastle first. Newcastle have had a huge amount of injuries. They've got a lot of injuries and a lot of suspensions. Both their strikers, uh, Isaac and uh, Wilson, are out injured. Defend, key defenders are out injured. So they, they come here depleted by injuries. They played a massive match in midweek in Germany, in Borussia Dortmund, which they lost, which leaves them really struggling to make the Champions League knockout stage. They've got some big, big games to come. But this is a big, big match for Newcastle. We go into an international break next week, and when they come back, the fixtures for Newcastle were huge. They're just losing a little bit of uh, a sort of space between the top six in the Premier League, and they need to get to winning ways. I think the play here is really about Bournemouth. Bournemouth, to me, are shocking. I mean, they've lost five of their last six matches, Bournemouth. They've conceded 17 goals oh. in those five matches. So they're averaging about just over three goals conceded a match. They are so poor. They were beaten 6-0 by, uh, 6-1 by Manchester City last week. Six, six goals and not even Haaland on the score sheet. Um, they're a side that are really struggling. I think they're a really poor team. I think they get relegated this year, Bournemouth. I think they're one of the worst teams in the Premier League, along with Sheffield United and Luton. Um and I think Newcastle here, despite the injuries, will get the job done. Uh, minus one is the bet here, uh, Newcastle. Newcastle managed by Eddie Howe, who was a former uh, manager of Bournemouth, and he's never lost going back to his former club in charge. They played three times last season, and Newcastle didn't lose a bit, uh, in one of those matches. You would argue that Newcastle was slightly better than last season, and I would certainly argue that uh, Bournemouth have gone back massively. So Newcastle minus one on the Asian handicap is the bet for me. Plus 118 is the price we're going to get for that. And it's a push if Newcastle win by exactly one. And I just feel that once Bournemouth do concede the one goal, defensively, they're going to concede two or three and they could fall away. So uh, despite the injuries, I'm taking Newcastle. And the other one is a strong play. Um, Aston Villa v Fulham. I, I think Aston Villa are going about their business really, really impressively at the moment. They did get beaten last week by Nottingham Forest in the Premier League, but that was on the road. At home this season, they are as good as Manchester City, as good as Arsenal, as good as Liverpool. They've got a brilliant home record. They've played five, won five. They've scored 19 goals in those five matches and only conceded four. They've covered the one-goal spread in every single one of their fixtures. They played Everton and won 4-0. They played Crystal Palace, won 3-1. 
Burnley, they won 6-1. West Ham, they won 4-1. And Luton, they won 3-1. They play a Fulham side here that are really struggling for goals. Their main striker, Mitrovic, left for the Saudi League in the summer. And they haven't really replaced him. They've got lots of injuries. And Villa at home, I think, will be a great bet. Now, a question for you. Aston Villa, uh, in the last 50 years, have only lost to Fulham once at home. Fulham have only once once in 50 years. And a, a singer who was on Las Vegas Strip was number one in the hit parade the last time uh, Fulham won at Aston Villa. He's still currently touring. I saw him touring on Las Vegas, uh, Las Vegas Strip. Who is that singer? Still touring? Yep. He was on, he's on Las Vegas Strip, and he was number one 50 years ago the last time Fulham won Barry at Aston Villa. Barry Manilow. Yeah, Manilow. No, it is Donny Osmond with the 12th oh, night oh, leather. Oh. He's 50 years ago, number one. There oh, you go. That's God, it. That is sick. Follow the money. Paulie and Mitch Visa in the Sports Betting Network. Nigel Seeley, our guest at Seeley underscore Nigel. We're talking soccer. The plays, again, the Premier League. Crystal Palace, Everton under. Arsenal to win to nil. Aston Villa lane one. Newcastle lane a goal. League one. This is a stomach punch here. We have futures on Oxford United. They're in second place. They're only three points back of Portsmouth. Why are you opposing them Saturday? Oh, it's, it's bad news, this one, uh, Paul. They've got a very good manager, Liam Manning, who's uh, a very, very young, uh, likes to play football in a good way. And the reason why I played the bet at the start of the season because they acquired the services of Manning, former manager at MK Dons. But unfortunately, Liam Manning has been poached away by championship side Bristol City. He's moved and he's gone to Bristol City. He's got a chance of getting Bristol City into the playoffs and he wants that a possibility of taking him into the Premier League. So he's left Oxford despite them being second in the table. And I think that comes at a huge cost for us. Um, I, I, I think they'll recover. I think I think they'll recover. But I think that uh, straight away, a trip to Leighton Orient, who aren't in the greatest form, uh, Oxford have been in great form. They've won their last three matches, scoring nine goals and haven't conceded. But I think the loss of Manning gives Leighton Orient a little bit of an edge here. Um, I don't think Oxford will win. I wouldn't be surprised to see it be a draw. So for that reason, I'm opposing Oxford, unfortunately, in this fixture. But I'm going to go for Leighton Orient on the draw, no bet market. On the money line, they're plus 170. But on the draw, no bet, yeah. with a push of his mm. draw, it's even money. So bad news, I'm afraid, for uh, for Oxford betters. Our manager has departed. Okay. Also, Futures League 2 have been riding Stockport. They've won 13 in a row. A little small plus price here on Stockport. Why is Swindon their opponent in disarray? Take it away. Yeah, I'm really surprised by this. I have Stockport at minus money myself. Uh, Stockport have just gone right to the top of the, the league with some great form. They're five points clear, playing brilliant football. They've won 11, as you say, on the spin. They play a Swindon side who are absolutely in turmoil, conceding goals for fun. They conceded seven goals. In the uh, in the FA Cup last week against this cl club in non league football, they were seven nil down at the 60th minute at home. They were booed off. They followed that with a three one departure, uh, defeat defeat against Colchester. The owner has had to make a statement that uh, he's back in the team, but he also made a statement in it saying that the rumours that he hasn't paid the players are not true. Well, <laughs> something's gone right because if they haven't, they've only won once in 11 matches. And uh, the rumours are that there's a bit of financial uh, turmoil behind the scenes as well. So two clubs in totally different form. Stockport flying high, Swindon flying low, uh, going low. So I'm going to go for Stockport around about plus 115 is the bet. Beautiful, mate. Best of luck this week. Thank you. Take care, boys. There you go. Thank Nigel you. Seeley. Up next, we'll discuss Survivor for Week 10 and provide a detailed breakdown of how many people still have 10 entries, 8, etc. And how many entries have the Thanksgiving Day slash Black Friday teams remaining? There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Oh, we love it. Welcome aboard Total Wine. Mitch told the story yesterday. He walked in. It was like a kid on Christmas. The Everything that you want at Total Wine, spirits, beer, and more. Lowest prices for over 30 years. Find what you love. Love what you find. Please drink responsibly. Got to be 21. I don't know what the hell I'm doing when I go in there. I was looking for Don Julio for a gift and great staff, and they help you out. It's over here, sir, you dummy. And they take care of you. So it's just an excellent job of the selection. Everything you want at Total Wine. How about the selection? Oh, yeah. When you go yeah. in there and you ask, can, oh. I, can I look at your tequila selection? Okay, uh-huh. well, here's 700 bottles. Which yep. one would you like? Like the whiskey and the, yes. Uh, all everything they yep. have, right? Gray yep. Goose. I had no idea there was this many kinds of, you know, great. Someone wanted Gray Goose for a gift. Well, you got to be Nicholas yeah. Cage and leaving Las Vegas to uh-huh. have it all, like, uh, memorized. The shopping cart. What a scene, huh? Just puts it in there. <laughs> he, He's dancing I in still the say eye. that that's, like, uh, very, it's a, his role as the guy who was killing himself drinking in that movie. Yeah, got an Oscar. That's a very, that, yes. It's Power Raider to the moon, that role. Luke, you want to reach out? He lives here. I'd love to talk to him. He's eccentric. And I told the story. That's, I think, probably the correct word. He, we went into that, uh, that uh, Vintner Grill. He goes there all the time. Uh-huh. Great restaurant on the west side. West side. And um, he, uh, <laughs> he wanted the salmon. The, the mean streets, Paul. He wanted the salmon. And they said, how do you cook it like the Eskimos, he said. Is that what his answer was? <laughs> <laughs> Goes in there all the time, sits in the back. I'd love to hang out with that guy. He's a character. That'd be great. What a, what a life he's led. Oh, I could do two hours like that with this guy with no notes. With no, no notes, no prep Hell whatsoever. Hell of a performance. What a performance. He's, okay. a, he's a Coppola. Yeah, yeah, that's uh-huh. right. So, first of all, thank you to Kevin Bradley, who sent yep. us a detailed email here. He took the time to break down and crunch all the numbers, and we'll use the Circa Survivor, um, how many left are out here. And by the way, every time we talk about this, we get feedback, and I do look at the feedback that we get. I mean, some of these survivor pools from across the country, they start with 20,000 or more entries. It's awesome. It's very, very popular, obviously. And I find it fascinating what they do so you don't have a huge chop, and that you have to pick two usually. Moving forward, there are to, certain weeks during the year where they yeah. they put it out in the rules where you need to pick at least two teams. I my prediction is that's what Circa is going to do next year. Yeah, because this could be a big chop here at Circa. So we have eleven hundred and fifty three remaining. That's about twelve point four percent. The value now on each ticket is eight thousand thirty seven dollars. And here's the breakdown now: eight hundred and twenty eight individual entrants remain out of twenty eight forty three. That's an average of 1.4 per player remaining versus 3.3 per player originally. Again, you could walk up to Circa before the season started and get 10. And then obviously that means that you could bring your wife or your mom or your brother, your sister, whomever. You could get 50 or 80 or whatever. I mean, as long as they're going to sign up and have it under their own, uh, own name, 10 entries owned still by five people. Yep. Okay. So that is tough. Now the question is... Do they continue to shove? I think that's lunacy. Well, have they been all shoving the entire year? Remember, Love My Baxter, oh, yep. 
who's been a contest winner out here yep. before, did not. His his picks were all over the map. Uh-huh. He just happened to still be alive and not get one of them knocked out. That's the question now. What happens with, with these remaining people? Uh, a couple of them did. They Obviously, they used Cleveland again last week, and do they continue to shove and go all in? I don't think you have that. Well, Dallas jumps out. I mean, do you have the Lions in Thanksgiving? But sure. how many people do this moving forward and, and to continue to do it? No. And just say, listen, I have such an advantage here. Oh, you're, you're, you're in a power position. This. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's no one that can catch me. It turns out if I just, you know, go here and mix it up and go there and we're going to be on the same team. So if there's carnage, I benefit and, you know. To your point, shout out to the great Freight B, professional gambler. Uh, if he's listening today, this morning, probably from Puerto Vallarta. Um, who knows? He might be out paddleboarding at this point. But he came on the air a couple of weeks ago and he's awesome. He said at this point, I think most people now remaining would get this. But just in case, if you're contemplating this, Frank explained that you do not want to do the double option. You're giving away, again, yep. every ticket's valued at like $8,000 right now. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. No, I, I just, there's no way you could do that. Yep. Uh, eight people, or eight entries are owned by two people. Five entries by three, four entries by 14, three entries by 49, and two entries still by 114 people. I think you're in a pretty decent spot. Are you one of those that have two left? Yeah, I, I've already been resigned to the fact that I'm not going to win significant money, though, because of these people that... You know, I love my Baxter's one of them. He has eight left. He's won before, and five people with ten. So I'm, well, dr- I, I'm drawn dead for some. Well, you're, you're Debbie Downer over here. Dead. Well, I'm, I'm real. I'm real, man. Would you consider I mean, selling? I, how am I going to compete with people who have ten left? I mean, it's in terms of significant money. I mean, I'm a huge dog unless they are complete morons. Um, That's very so, glass half empty. Okay. But I love the breakdown from Kevin Bradley. But, and, hold on. Let me ask you. Yeah. Would you consider selling your ticket? Sure. Absolutely. You would? Yeah. I find that, that website fascinating and what's listed and based on who you have left, what's yep. available okay. and what someone would, would pay for it. And you never know. Someone doesn't live here and wants to be part of the action and, and get in this and, and $9 million on the line. Now, 83% have Dallas. On Thanksgiving. I, on, thank, thank you. On Thanksgiving. I might gamble here. I might use the Cowboys against Danny DeVito and say, if Zach Wilson beats me, I know I'm on the road and it's a division game and there's rules and, you know, this, I know, okay. But if, if Zach Wilson beats me, so be it because I'm not in love with Cincinnati. I got to see more with Chase and Higgins and Chase didn't practice. Uh, and I know Cincinnati's a freight train here, but I also would like to use Cincinnati down the road and they host the Colts and there's and other possibilities and ways you could use Cincinnati. I like the Steelers. The line's fishy. Why is it only three? Packers stink. That's an option. Well, if it's but, fishy, doesn't it make you want to stay away? Yeah, right. But I'm thinking maybe maybe Dallas, take the layup, survive in advance, and then, I, I'm, then I'm stuck. I would only have Miami available on Black Friday. But I, I am concerned that Dallas could poop in the punch bowl against uh, Washington. So I think I. Washington and Sam Howell can, can really rain on that oh, parade. If you have both teams remaining right now, this is the way I look at it anyway. And I talked about this yesterday on the air. Now I have some regrets of using the Lions, and who knows if we'd be here uh-huh. or not, right. of using the Lions in Week 5 against Carolina because I would much rather use Detroit. And I've been thinking this now for a good month. I'd much rather have Detroit on Thanksgiving than against Green Bay than use Dallas against Washington. Yeah, uh, c- Certainly, Mike McCarthy could somehow figure out a way to lose that game. Now, Absolutely. I, you're taking, without rules, Paul, there's chaos. There is. That's a risk. And also, I love Miami Week 11 against the Raiders at home. Yeah. So then that I would want to use them there because week 11 is a tough week. There are not a lot of candidates. It is difficult. Okay, let's say that you don't go with Dallas this week then. Who's the consideration? And by the way, for the record, 518 people or entries are still owned. The Lions are still on those tickets. I do not have the Lions, but yep, that's, yep. 162 have yep. Miami. I the, echo your sentiments. I wish I had the Lions. I think they will bury the Packers on Thanksgiving. Yep. 397 entries, 34%, have Dallas and Detroit remaining. So again, how many of those will use Dallas this week and save Detroit? And then Dallas, Detroit, Miami remaining, 19 entries still. I'm also thinking from a strategy standpoint, you know, like the Joker, I I age in a chaos. and, And Root, imagine if Dallas goes out. Imagine if Detroit goes out and I don't have them and I'm sitting there with Miami. And then it's okay. Then you can you can maneuver, and then what, well, what does it that, look like? Because that's also the next day. That's right. And that you, you'd have a major okay. advantage in your pocket under that that's scenario. Right. That's right. And also, I was talking to Derek Stevens, 
and he pointed this out uh, Thursday. Have you looked at the, the Week 12 Sunday card? Oh, I have. I mean, how brutal is that? Yeah. So that's why I think you're going to see a lot of people who could hit the chopping block. Well, first and foremost, I mean, you got to get by this week. Yeah. I mean, the bank. I think the Bengals are going to be... Very popular. Originally, going into the week, yes. More so than Dallas, because I think people are going to be holding them for Thanksgiving. But now with the chase news, did not practice yesterday, has the back... And then on top of that, like blindsided by this news, T. Higgins now also hit the injury report. Yep. Uh, I know that the on that report for the Texans, a lot of players are on it this week, but I think it's trending that most of the key guys will play. Damian Pierce, eh, unsure about him yet. But I don't I, I do not love the Bengals this week in Survivor. And so I have I spent probably combined 90 minutes going back and forth with the group that we have the one ticket with yesterday. Did they say uh, you get what you deserve if you take the Steelers? That really wasn't even kicked around yet so far. Okay, that that'd be risky because they can't score and outgain in every game. But I'm trying is, to is think Jordan of, Love going to move the ball. I'm trying to think like how okay I'm with that if we use the Steelers and they lose. I think I'm pretty okay with it. Although I think the Steelers are also yeah. a total fraud. Yeah, yeah. Then that, that, th- that is true. But my other thinking also with Miami on Black Friday was 30, 34% have Dallas and Detroit uh, still remaining. And if you get a, a big upset there to start the day, because you no, you're not playing that San Francisco-Seattle game. Can't imagine anyone wants to get involved there. I know. You can't predict injuries. Yeah, yeah. Go back to the Bengals this week. I like what you said, too, because I circled the Bengals in Week 14 at home to the Colts. Yep. That's when I would like to use them. But who knows? I mean, if they're banged up this week, you don't – I mean, there's something – you know, I didn't even want to put it in the universe. But, and, and certainly the Arizona, the Kyler Murray news has changed things. I mean, Lee, I mean, the guy, say what you want, the guy's made the playoffs, and it's a night and day to, compared to Toon. Oh, so boy. this really, this can change things as well from a strategy standpoint. If you're in a total pinch, would you consider Atlanta this week? No. Up next, we'll talk college football with Brad Powers. A ton of marquee games will get his thoughts on those here on VEASAN. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest. It's incredible. You get every Nigel pick, every Brad Powers pick, unlimited access to the picks page, which you can sort by sport, matchup, date, and more. Check the leaderboard to view betting records and who has the hot hand. Pro picks, betting splits, betting guides, bear videos. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Sign up now. Get access to everything we do through May 1st for $120. VSIN.com slash subscribe. College football here as professional sports better Brad Powers joins the program. He's on X at Brad Powers 7. His website is bradpowersports.com. Brad, good morning. I always love talking to you here early on a Thursday. Let's begin. And we have several marquee games this weekend in this sport. Let's begin early, noon Eastern with the start. I'm surprised it wasn't a night game. Michigan plays at Penn State. Uh, you have Michigan as your number one power rated team in the country. What do you make of the point spread here against the uh, Nittany Lions? Yeah, I only made it three and a half. So, I, you know, I took a little Penn State uh, early in the week and not at the price that I really wanted. Uh, you know, some certain places didn't let me bet seven. They denied my bet. But uh, I took five. You know, obviously, you know, there's been rumors constant, rampant about, you know, Harbaugh, would, would he coach or not, finally get suspended. Uh, so there was part of that. And then also, you know, I, yeah, I got Michigan number one in my power rings, and they've been dominant and, and deservedly so. I mean, they've crushed everybody they played, and that's all you can do once the schedule's set. But I still they haven't played. For, people are like, oh, this is their first top 25 game. This is their first game against anybody in the top 45 in my power rings. I think Rutgers is the best <laughs> team they've played so far. So, I mean, there's still a lot of question marks. How do they handle getting punched back in the mouth? I'm not saying Penn State's a great team, but yeah, Penn State's going to punch them back a lot more than any team that they've faced so far. So uh, I lean towards Penn State here in this game. Now, I will say the the reason why Michigan's a road favorite is obviously I I got some concerns about that Penn State offense and what it'll look like against Michigan's defense. But I will say this. I have concerns about Michigan's offense. Go look at their inability to run the football last couple of weeks. And now they're facing Penn State's defense. And, and Michigan's also had problems recently protecting J.J. McCarthy. They've given up eight sacks the last three weeks. First six weeks, only three sacks combined. So uh, facing a team that gets after the quarterback, stops to run. So anxious to see the Michigan offense versus the Penn State defense, strength on strength here. I thought the quarterback play 
in the Ohio State-Penn State game was atrocious. You loved yep. the under. It cashed easily. How about the total in this one? Yeah, I, I certainly lean under, but, you know, I'm, I'm concerned that both teams know that they probably won't be able to run the ball and we just get, you know, throw from the, the very start here. Just two teams, you know, electing to throw. We've actually seen Michigan was 62% pass last year. First seven games of this year, they're 62% pass. Last two games, or 62% run, I should say, 62% run, run-oriented team. Last two weeks, 51% pass for wow. Michigan. Maybe they were gearing up to throw the football more here. So that would be my only concern, betting the under. But, yeah, I mean, I don't see Drew Alar out of nowhere. I, and I'll say this about Michigan's offense compared to Ohio State's offense. It's better than Ohio State's offense. Obviously, J.J. McCarthy's better uh, than, than, than McCord. But there's no Marvin Harrison. Uh, yeah. As good as Roman Wilson is, he's not Marvin Harrison. So I think Penn State's defense should be able to, to lock in a little bit better. Number two in your power ratings now, not Georgia. It's the Oregon Ducks. And they're laying a big number this week against, I mean, USC is in total shambles right now. Is it big enough this morning, Brad? I would lean, believe it or not, I'd still lean Oregon in this game. Uh, so why is Oregon number two? I think people would be surprised with that. Number one, yeah. they already lost the game. But, I mean, let's go look at them statistically. Number one in yards per play margin. Uh, number one in yards per game margin. And they have played a tougher schedule than Georgia and Michigan. So I, I think they deservedly are right there in the mix and, you know, change. People are going to go back to Texas Tech game. And, and obviously, yeah, change of play there. They could have lost that game. But I'll say this, change of play in the Washington game. And they win that game. Uh, what, what's your viewpoint uh, of Oregon right now? So and with Brock Bowers, not 100%. With Georgia kind of meandering even last week against Missouri, I, I have the Ducks slightly ahead of Georgia right now. In USC, are they capable of playing an under? I mean, Grinch finally uh, let go. But I, you know, it'll be the same thing with LSU, too. But to me, it's the same team. Great offense, great quarterback play. Can't stop anybody. Uh, you know, to, over with the total here, too? I, that's the only way you can go in SC games. I know it sounds square as can be, but I, I'd like to be 16-1 and one record, and that's betting the over in USC's last 17 games, 16-1 and one in the over. So Hello. I can only look that way. How do they get stops against Oregon's offense? I don't see it. Yep, I'm with you. How about the Iowa total? <laughs> They're playing a different sport. 28 and a half. Come on. I There's been a few weeks where I've dived in and bet an over on an Iowa total, uh, including last week at 29 and a half. I am done. I, <laughs> yeah. my, my numbers lean over. I am not there. I, I, I did not make that bet this week. Yeah, Obviously, the lowest total we've ever seen in an FBS versus FBS game. Right, Brad. That, that's kind of where your brain has to jump in and say, I, I don't care. doesn't matter how low it goes what my numbers say. I just I can't do it anymore. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm a number. I get more and more as a numbers guy. Oh, I got to play my numbers say mm -hmm. it. But I mean, I've lost a few times already this year. I'm, I'm, I'm tapping out. It's, it's such an outlier. Their offense and their great defense that my numbers, you know, don't trust my numbers, and, and that's mm -hmm. okay to say that in certain cases. Sure. Follow the money here on Veasan, the Sports Betting Network. Professional sports better Brad Powers, our guest. So then you do have Georgia number three in your power ratings, taking on, taking on a solid Ole Miss club. Are they solid enough to keep this close within that point spread uh, this morning where it's at? Or do you think Georgia uh, takes care of business here easily? No, I'm going to lean Ole Miss. Uh, not wild about it. Really didn't, didn't even bet it, believe it or not. That side or total in the game. That's a rare game where I, I, I'm not involved. Uh, so just because it's the biggest game of the week doesn't mean it's the best value. But my numbers would lean towards Ole Miss. I'm closer to 10 here. Uh, a little bit concerned about Georgia's defense last week. Number one, an injury to a key linebacker, Dumas Johnson, has been a two-year starter, one of their best players on defense. He's out, so that's a concern there. Also, Missouri was able to run the football. Are you kidding me? 151 rushing yards. I had to look it up. I'm like, when's the last time Georgia's given up 151 rushing yards? Doesn't sound like much, but it is for Georgia. That's only the second time that's happened in the last 56 games. Wow. So uh, a little, little, little concern there on that front, and then – you know, the offense still, you know, without Bowers, it's only been a couple games. I don't know if they've completely figured that out. So, uh, lean Ole Miss here. All right, sticking in that conference, uh, the Alabama-LSU game, I think, lived up to the hype until Daniels got hurt. Milrow coming on now, playing better, had, what, five rushing touchdowns last week. Um, so, they're going into a different gear at this point. Do they have any sort of a letdown? Is Kentucky good enough to keep this number within, you know, 10 or 11 points? Yeah, I uh, I lean towards Kentucky, and I'm not a wild about this Kentucky team, but I think spot-wise it's a sneaky spot for Alabama. And, uh, you know, as good as they looked against LSU, and particularly how good they've looked in second halves of games against Ole Miss, Tennessee, and LSU, 
I think maybe the, 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 the way to get after this one is probably Kentucky first half a little bit if Alabama's just a little bit flat there and off to a slow start. So Kentucky first half for me would be the way to attack it. A lot of money on the under here. A lot of multiple groups with market influence on the under. Ah, mm. My numbers would lean over at the current numbers, to be honest with you. Okay, you're seeing support in the market for Tennessee. As I said earlier in the week, this would be an enormous game if that we had the playoff here with, I think it's what, 12 against 13 in the rankings. You have 12 and a half on Missouri in games <laughs> of the year. Uh, good job there. But what do you think of Tennessee, Missouri? Yeah, I lean Tennessee now. Uh, Spot-wise, I like that Tennessee's off a tomato can in Connecticut last week. Missouri's off that, you know, every single play matter in that Georgia game, full 60-minute effort. Missouri's banged up. A couple players on defense. Luther Burden is is one of the more valuable wide receivers in the entire country. He is the Missouri offense. He opens everything up, and he's questionable right now. So uh, that, that would have me more on the Tennessee side. Look, Joe, it's tough trusting Joe Millen, what Joe Millen's going to show up for this yep. game. But I the thing I'm most uh, trustworthy in in this game the most proven commodity is the tennessee running backs they have three of them and they'll have fresh legs in the second half give me tennessee i like it very good okay so my guess is you don't watch the tuesday night committee show no i don't yeah okay uh greg mcelroy called the oregon win against utah he said the utes are a very average football team so, I mean, I just, he was making some really anti Oregon comments on the show on, on Tuesday night and it didn't make any sense to me. Well, now Washington plays that, quote, very average football team on Saturday, and the Huskies are nearly laying double figures here. What do you make of this matchup overall? Is Utah going to give them a game? Well, they're not. I mean, average to what? Uh, I mean, a top 10 team? Yeah, I mean, I, I would say they're average, but they're, they're clearly a top 25 team. Of course. What, what, they're bad on offense, really good on defense. So probably narrative driven. You know how that that's a show. It's a TV show. It isn't, you know, necessarily, you know, the analytics and, and the actual truth coming out. But as far as this game, weather is, at, I think, paramount in this game. You got to watch the weather forecast because I'm telling you, if it's wind and rain, that definitely benefits one team, that team being Utah. Yep. So uh, if you wake up Saturday morning and it looks like it's going to be bad, I think the wind and rain would definitely benefit uh, Utah because they don't throw. Washington does. I think Utah can hang in this game. Yeah, I'm with him. I just think it's going to be a matchup problem here potentially for Washington. And you know how Whittingham has been. Now they got yeah. blown up by the Ducks, but Whittingham is a dog too in like 20 years at Utah has been great. Uh, Brad's going to stick around for one more segment. It's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. You can follow Brad on Twitter. He's at Brad Powers7. I want to ask him about that Arizona Colorado number because remember, yep. Paul Stone came on this week and said, like, not that long ago, it probably would have been close to a pick em. Well, now it's double figures in favor of this red hot Arizona team. And we'll get some of Brad's best uh, bets with current numbers on the betting board. That's coming up here on VSIN. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Get up to DraftKings. New customers bet $5 and pocket 200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers get a no-sweat, same-game parlay every day. Download the app. Use promo code FOLLOW when you sign up. All the things we were talking about with the Minnesota Timberwolves and every imaginable bet you can make from a future standpoint at DraftKings. Incredible menu. DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Double shot with Brad Powers. Brad Powers 7 on Twitter. X, BradPowersSports.com. Much like last week, no one was really talking about Notre Dame and Clemson. What used to be an unbelievable matchup, Miami and Florida State. No one talking about this. Florida State, 14 and a half. What are your thoughts on the Seminoles? They try to run the table here in the regular season. Yeah, I mean, it really comes down to the health status of Tyler Van Dyke, the Miami quarterback. Hasn't looked healthy. I, I expect he'll play. Uh, we'll see. I, I doubt he gets any better. Obviously, I know what won't get better is Mario Cristobal's offensive philosophy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that hasn't changed since the Oregon days. But this just feels like a spot, a big rivalry game. Uh, Miami's certainly talented. This means a hell of a lot. I mean, these when you talk about kids playing with one another, I mean, Florida, I, the high school kids, uh, a lot of similarities here, teammates, former high school teammates and whatnot. Game means a hell of a lot. I'm going to leave Miami. And what I've heard in the marketplace is I'd shop right now. You can find some 14 and a halfs. I'm guessing this will even close lower than 14 is what I'm hearing. There's going to be a lot of money on Miami here in the next 24, 48 hours. Okay. okay. Interesting. Uh, we, we have some listeners who uh, have some big tickets on Louisville. What would you make Louisville, Florida State in Charlotte in the ACC title game? Uh, Florida State, like six, seven. Oh. So, you know, not 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 that, not that significant. I mean, wow. Louisville's a clear-cut top 20 team. I, I know they're, they're, they're in the committee ranking and stuff, but they're a clear-cut you know, the team as far as power ratings. I mean, go look at their, some of their stats. So uh, what I really like is they're showing different ways in the win. Uh, can win in a, in a higher scoring game. Lately, they've been slowing the tempo down and relying on run game and defense. So I think the world of Jeff Brown, I thought was one of the best hires, obviously, of the offseason. So yep. that's a very competitive game. Here's the thing. Florida State hasn't played a full 60-minute effort. So, I mean, I, I don't know how you really want to lay a lot of points with Florida State right now. Yeah, so you would think, obviously, based on that, you're telling me that, like, Louisville is absolutely game against Florida State. Oh, that's a game. I would not be a bit surprised. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked at an upset. Obviously, still a touchdown point spread, but, uh, yeah, that, that's a game. I, I know that seems short for a lot of people, but, no, I think that's a pretty fair number. Brad, we had uh, Paul Stone on the show on Tuesday. He pops on every single week with us, too, and he said he made a comment. He's like, I... This game a while back would have been like a pick 'em. Speaking of the Arizona Colorado game, it's now 10 and a half, and the Wildcats, he bet the other side with the Buffaloes. They keep covering numbers here. Um, do you agree with Paul that it would have been a pick 'em like, I don't know, two, three, four weeks ago? And then is it enough for you to actually grab the 10 and a half with the Buffaloes? Yeah, I agree. About a month ago, it would have been close to pick. I mean, Arizona was slightly ahead of Colorado, my power rings at that point, factor in home field. So it would have been close. Uh, Man, 10 and a half. Yeah, I mean, you got to play numbers. I mean, that that's about where I'm at on the game, to be honest with you. I, I'm i not going to play back any Colorado. I have Arizona tickets from Sunday uh, and Monday that I, I don't feel like playing back. I mean, this Arizona, this is nothing fluky here. They What they are doing down in Arizona right. is legit. Uh, they, they've been better than a lot of these teams. I mean, going back to even playing Washington close to a seven-point loss. I mean, this has been uh, really consistent, good football uh, on both sides for them. Uh, Colorado, I'm tough making a power rating on this team. Cause I mean, for 50 to 55 minute stretches, they, they look like nothing. I mean, even inclu- including last week. And then they're able to do stuff at the end uh, all year long with Shadur Sanders. He obviously has the best QBR of any quarterback in the fourth quarter of games. So it's tough really getting a grasp on their uh, power rating, but I like Arizona in this game. Yeah. Wow. I, I cannot believe Dion demoted Sean Lewis. When you watch them play and think there's something wrong with the play calling, they can't (laughs) block anybody. The offensive line is atrocious, which leads me to the total. Arizona's 8-1 to the under. 
I mean, how do you bet an over in Colorado when you can't protect Sanders? Yeah, and I think that's the sharpest side here because the offensive philosophy changes uh, of Colorado here recently, and obviously Arizona games have just been flying under. So that at the current numbers, that would be my preference. I know my my numbers are saying a little bit Colorado now, but I, I just I, I don't like the that locker room mentality there. I I couldn't believe he made that hire. That was one of the. I'll give him credit. I thought Sean Lewis was one of the best hires of the offseason. Yeah. But to make that decision, I mean, they had a top 25 offense with the worst, arguably the worst offensive line at the power five level. I mean, that, that's good. That's called good coaching and good play calling. It's not bad. You don't right. demote a guy from that. Come on. Okay. So a game out west here in the Mountain West Conference opened up three favor of Fresno State. And I know that you were saying that uh, you were going to like San Jose State a lot in this game if the number was right. So my guess is that was one of your earliest and biggest bets of the week to grab San Jose State. Now it's a pick Is it still in range for you to bet it? Yeah, it's still in range for me. I mean, power rings wise, it says, uh, you know, stop. But I, I love the situational spot. And plus, keep in mind, power rings, a full season power ring, not necessarily, you know, current form. And I would argue current form. And what do I mean by that? Last three, four weeks. I would argue San Jose State's a better team last three, four weeks. You look at Fresno State's wow. last three wins. They were outgained in all of them. Could have lost all of them, yeah. including, you know, last week. There were some shenanigans with the boys game. Shenanigans in the UNLV game. UNLV had it inside the 10 at Fresno in the fourth quarter. Not once, but twice. Couldn't score. San Jose State's dominated their last three opponents. Go look at their five losses. No shame in any of those. USC, Oregon State, Air Force uh, on the road against a really good Toledo team. Boise State, where they led by three touchdowns. Uh, now that the schedule lighting up for them, they dominated. They're off a bye. This is a rivalry game. Uh, Fresno's quarterback, Mikey Keene's not uh, 100% healthy. So, yeah, I think this is a wrong team favorite situation. If I had to make one bet right now on the entire board, it'd still be San Jose State pick. It would be. Okay. Uh, Texas State, I thought they, they were impressive last week. Now, this game opened up again. Coastal Carolina favored by about a point or so. And so it's hovering around the money line, not the biggest deal on the planet. Texas State took money. They're now minus one and a half. You think Texas State's still good here? Yeah, I'd still lean that way on Texas State. Keep in mind, uh, likely Coastal's going to be playing with a third-string quarterback here. I, I don't think the market grabs it. You, I, again, you don't have to be Elon Musk to figure some of this stuff out. Uh, I mean, it, <laughs> look who played last week for Coastal Carolina. It was a third-string, and by all accounts this week, uh, Tim Beck, you know, obviously Grayson McCall, I don't think plays another down for Coastal, in my opinion. And then the backup got hurt uh, in the previous win. So a third string quarterback against Texas State's offense. And then also fall market moves. The biggest late week move last week was on Texas State. What happened in the game? They absolutely annihilated a good Georgia Southern team. So I expect even more money to show on Texas State here. How about a UNLV Friday night? Taking money up to five and a half. They're eight and one ATS at home. I can't get a read on this Wyoming team. They're so I can't incon- either. Yeah. I, I can't either. I, I've lost every position that I've had with Wyoming this year, whether it's side or total. Hell, I bet the over last week. It's one of the, the, the bad beats of the week. Every week it's something like that with a Wyoming game. So uh, I have not bet side or total. Early money, money that I respect is on UNLV here. And why the hell not when you look at their cover margins this year? So uh, intriguing matchup, two yeah. uh, contrasting styles. I'm gonna. It's one game that I'm going to try to go to here on Friday night. Okay, and SMU North Texas tomorrow. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take North Texas plus 17. I don't think Preston Stone plays for uh, SMU. That's drop off there. One of their top wide receivers is out, and uh, you know SMU got margin in a couple games, but other than that, I haven't been overly impressed with their offense. So uh, North Texas very capable of a backdoor cover here. You still like Arkansas? Oh yeah, still like Arkansas. I, I think again this time of year you're looking for fundamental changes. We saw a fundamental change with Arkansas. That being their offensive coordinator fired Dan Enos, uh, promoted Kenny Guyton. You had to like what you saw off the bye against Florida, an outright win. Arkansas took a lot of money. All that money won. So uh, I expect a little bit more money to show here on Arkansas this week. Okay, one more game here. What do you make of? Uh, and money came in on Virginia Tech. I'm guessing you were a big reason why. Uh, so they open up the dog. Now they're favored by one. It looks like one and a half at most spots. You still like uh, the Hokies today? Yeah, two things. Uh, power ranks play. I thought wrong team favored there, uh, at least from the opening week. Uh, that's why the bet was on Virginia Tech. And also second, this doesn't get talked about enough. Everyone's talking about bowl eligibility and whatnot. Well, Boston College, a team everyone left for dead at the start of the season, lost to Northern Illinois, almost lost to Holy Cross, just clinched bowl eligibility. So they just achieved a major goal for them. Is there a sigh of relief now? Is there kind of an exhale? Mm-hmm. So that's something to keep an eye on in the market this time of year. Uh, throw a dart here. Who do you think wins the Heisman Trophy? I'm going to go Bo Nix. 
And if wow. I, had, I, I really think it's Bo Nix because they went out. He'll win the rematch against Penix, who's the Heisman favorite. I think he'll play better than him. Uh, Bo Nix for me. Yeah, I also think Washington's going to have a loss going to the Pac-12 champion. I think they're going to, maybe not this week, Brad. I think the game at Corvallis is going to be super dicey for them. Yep, I totally agree. You can follow Brad on X. He's at BradPower7, website BradPowerSports.com. Love talking to you, Brad. Best of luck this weekend. All right, take care, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, be Thank good. You. There you go. I think that's a good move, actually, going to the game on Friday night, UNLV, even though he doesn't have a bet on it. Huh. I mean, it's best season they've had in 24 I, years. Honestly, I mean, yeah. Yeah, this is nuts. I can't believe they can win the league. We just ran down a lot of bets there with Brad. A lot of them. Yep. Do you have anything yet on the Michigan-Penn State side? I know what you think about James Franklin. Well, yeah. That's and also the Penn State quarterback play, and that's, yeah, Michigan and under. Same thing, the Ohio State and under. Uh, for, yeah, Michigan and under. Mike Palm, VP, Circa Resort Casino, joining the show up next. Uh, this is turning into more than a sports betting story. I think it's a national news story pretty soon, and how would he play it this week? There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 